reading from two brief texts in Paul's first letter to the church in Corinth, 1 Corinthians, a reading, first of all, from chapter 10, verses 16 and 17. Paul says, The cup of blessing that we bless, is it not a participation in the blood of Christ? The bread that we break, is it not a participation in the body of Christ? Because there is one bread, we who are many are one body, for we all partake of the one bread. And then moving over one chapter to verse 11, or chapter 11 rather, uh, I'm reading from verses 23 through 29. For I received from the Lord what I also delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus on the night when he was betrayed took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. The same way he also took the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this as often as you drink, drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink the cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Whoever, therefore, eats the bread or drinks the cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner will be guilty concerning the body and blood of the Lord. Let a person examine himself, then, and so eat of the bread and drink of the cup. For anyone who eats and drinks without discerning the body eats and drinks judgment on himself. Thus far the reading of God's word. What does it mean to be a Christian? The Word of God tells us that a Christian is one who trusts in Jesus Christ alone for salvation and then professes faith in him as Savior and Lord. And we could put it perhaps even more simply and more basic than, basic than that. A Christian is someone who understands their need for Jesus. For the most part, we understand our need for his divine nature we know that we need a Savior who is truly God in order to pay the debt we owe God, uh, the, the unpayable debt, the huge debt, the uh, infinite debt we owe God for our sins by making a sacrifice of infinite worth in our place. We need a Savior who is God to dwell with us by his Holy Spirit to enable us to do what is pleasing to him. But what, God, but what we often forget is that we need our Savior's true humanity as much as we need his deity. To stand before God unafraid, we need the gift of the perfect righteousness that Jesus earned as the last Adam when he perfectly kept the Creator's commands in our place. We need the wounds of his hand and feet and side, for these wounds prove that he died as a man to atone for sinful men and women. And as our great high priest, our Savior, according to his humanity, he identifies with us and he strengthens us for holiness. Hebrews 2 says, For because Jesus himself suffered when tempted, and that is as a true human being, he is able to help those who are being tempted. The Lord's Supper is a very special way in which we commune with the whole Christ, both true God and true man. And we're nourished and fed by his humanity as well as his divine nature in order to live in holiness and faithfulness. Our Savior promises to nourish and feed us this way. 
Paul tells us there in 1 Corinthians 10, verse 16, that we receive such nourishment in the Lord's Supper. And as we eat this broken bread and we drink the cup by faith, we're truly participating. We're sharing in uh, the work of Christ. We are sharing in the body and blood of Christ. In other words, this is not just a bare memorial meal, but the way in which we commune spiritually through the Holy Spirit with our whole Savior, who is true God and true man. We share in him. We are united to him, and so we're blessed by everything he has secured for his people through his life, death, and resurrection. We know that the Lord's Supper does not make us cannibals who chew on the flesh of Christ. We feed on him spiritually by faith. It was the reformer Calvin who suggested that through the ministry of the Holy Spirit, we are lifted spiritually to heaven to enjoy intimate fellowship with our Lord's human nature even while we're here on earth communing with his ever-present divine nature. We're meeting with the whole Christ, and we are being sustained by his grace. So brothers and sisters, as we commune with the Lord Jesus, let's reflect on the benefits we receive by the Spirit in the Lord's Supper. We're enabled by him to renew our thankfulness to God for all that he has done for us. We're knitted and we're joined together with one another more closely in love and fellowship. And our union with the risen Savior is also strengthened and thereby become more aware of our need for his grace and recognize more and more that we rely upon him in life and in death.